It's a trying time that challenges all of our basic assumptions. However, one thing that brings us all together is our common humanity. Now more than ever, teams must come together and work together to solve big challenges. And Trello is here to help. Trello, part of Atlassian's collaborative suite, is an app with an easy-to-understand visual format plus tons of features that make working with your team functional and just plain fun. Teams of all shapes and sizes and companies like Google, Fender, and even Costco all use Trello to collaborate and get work done. With Trello, you can work with your team wherever you are, whether it's at home or in an office. No matter what device you're using, computer, tablet, or phone, Trello syncs across all of them, so you can stay up to date on all the things your team cares about. Keep your workflow going from wherever you are with Trello. Try Trello for free and learn more at Trello.com. That's T-R-E-L-L-O dot com. Trello dot com. Hi, I'm Megan Segura. And I'm Eric J. Mack. And this is The Daily Dish, Bravo's official podcast. It's week two of the Vanderpump Rules after show, and things are really starting to heat up between the servers. Friendships are definitely being put to the test this season. In this week's exclusive BravoTV.com after show, Lala Kent reflects on why she yelled at Raquel Levy's. Honestly, I don't think they're ever going to see eye to eye. We also have James Kennedy talking about his sobriety, Lisa Vanderpump reacting to James's news about going to AA, and the witches of WeHo sharing their issues with each other. Kristen Doty goes off on Stassi Schroeder. Plus, we get Katie Maloney Schwartz talking about dissing Kristen's t-shirt line and the Vanderpump Rules crew paying their final respects to Dog the Lizard. Gone, but certainly not forgotten. So here's all the insider information that may help you get a better understanding of the server's friendships. So you invited Raquel to grab coffee. What was going on in your head? Why did you want to grab coffee with her? I felt really badly about me attacking her last year. It wasn't about Raquel. It was about, I felt like anybody who was mentioning the passing of my dad in any sort of negative way was a trigger. If it would have come out of anyone else's mouth, they would have gotten the same reaction. But still to this day, when I look back at it, I don't regret handling myself that. You you, you up. You said something very insensitive. But I also was looking at the person who said it, and I'm like, she doesn't even realize that that was messed up. How dare you say that I'm using my dad's an issue? Shut the up. I thought you were a dummy before my dad died. You and Lala end up going for coffee to talk through things. So how did you think that conversation was going to go? It was interesting because James told me that Lala expected an apology from me for the way that I spoke about her father's death. I was so taken back by it because I, I'm expecting an apology from Lala. Like she treated me so poorly last season and really came after me in a way that's unacceptable. I just wanted to lay it out there. Like, if you really think I'm stupid, Lala, then like we never have to have a conversation again. Yeah, it's like I then will don't take talk my to me. Chai tea latte and go. And <laughs> then okay, I'll go be stupid like, somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And then she told me, no, I don't really think you're dumb. I just, you know, lash out at certain things at certain times. So I just felt the need to reach out to her number one 
to apologize that she was just in my line of fire. And also, I've been the person that's been faced and verbally attacking my partner. So I, I was hoping for her to open up and hoping that I could shed light on his mental state. Lala really felt for that because she's been in that situation before. She remembers the day that she decided not to drink and the first day that she went to her first AA meeting. Oh, I didn't it kind of like broke mm -hmm. these, this she wall that we had against each other and really allowed us to connect on that personal level. When she told me that he had been calling her all of these names when she wasn't picking up her phone, I was like, I've been that person calling people those names just because they don't answer the phone. And I think that that brought her a little bit of peace and comfort, that she doesn't have to live that way. Number one, because she can walk away. Number two, she's lucky enough that James is saying, I'm reaching out and getting help. I believe in James so much. No matter what anyone says about him, they haven't, and I've said this before, they haven't seen James the way I've seen James. He's so much fun. He's so talented. And the only thing that was stopping him from being the great person that I have seen before was the f***ing drinking. So I was very much moved when she told me he went to his first meeting because I know that feeling of walking into your first meeting. You feel defeated. You feel ashamed of everything that you've done in your life. And it's almost like when you walk through that door, you feel like you're embarrassed, but like those are your people. They get you. Out of everybody in this world, like those are the people who are gonna understand every f***ed up thing you've ever done. I was so excited for him. Now, you had an interesting conversation with James. He, he had found out that he had sent some abusive texts to uh, Raquel. Well, I think there's been a lot of kind of hollow statements in the past with James. And I got to the point where, no, I wasn't gonna give him another chance because I felt that by me being invested in him, it was just bolstering whatever you know story he cared to give me at that time. So I actually cut myself off from him and started not to reply to him, not to react to him. You know, it gets old when he constantly makes the same mistakes. That was one thing. But when he started having a Raquel, I was just like, are you out of your mind? I saw all these texts to your girlfriend. F you, what the f Slut, whore. If you love somebody, you don't treat them like that, James. Yeah, I know, but I don't treat her like that when I'm sober. Doesn't that tell you everything? It does. You have to get help. She has been the constant in his life. She's been the stalwart supporter of him, even when he'd got it wrong. She'd been there. I was so invested in the relationship. That was another thing that was very important to me. I knew how much he loved Raquel. I know that. And so I thought, if he screws that up and then she falls off, what the hell is he going to do? So it was very important to me to stop that and nip that right in the yeah. bud. And also, she didn't deserve it. So she's been his, his greatest kind of support. What was it like talking through those with Lisa? Oh, it was horrific, you know? Like, I hated... You know, I made a lot of mistakes when I was drunk and, you know, the things I've said can't take back, can only work forward onto never saying them again and being a better person, you know. I really regret all those things, but obviously, honestly, it wasn't me that was talking. It was this persona, this ego that just blew up after God knows how many cocktails, do you know what I mean? And it's just a... 
<laughs> you know, conversations that don't need to be had, things that don't even matter. Like when I wake up the next morning, I always used to think like, what the f was I even talking about? Like, why was I so hurt or bummed out about that? Like, it's just stupid and could easily be fixed with just a normal conversation the next day. And Raquel always knew that. She would never thought, like, she would never, like, instigate it or get me riled up even more, you know what I mean? So I would defuse, but, like, geez. For me, I was also personally invested in seeing Raquel kind of starting to blossom. We saw her talk about on the reunion that she'd been dealing with confidence issues and she was starting to kind of blossom herself. I didn't want to see her be treated like a punching bag. So that's when I said, okay, now I'm going to step in. Mm -hmm. And I think I was right to do so. Right. But when he actually gave me that evidence that he was taking it seriously, I think that was something that I needed to see to basically have any future relationship with him. I went to an AA meeting yesterday. My first meeting in my life. And it was a big deal for me. Don't lie to me. I promise you, I'm not lying. They gave me this, because I had to stand up and I had to say my name, and I said I'm an alcoholic. Going to Lisa's house with some brand new news, you know, with this chip that I received at my first AA meeting, I feel like this is going to be something that matters, you know? I feel like this is hard evidence I can show Lisa that I'm really trying to work on myself. And, um... After like getting her reaction, after I saw, I honestly she made such a big deal out of it, and bigger than I thought it was going to be. Because you know, once you get you know your first chip and stuff, you do feel. I felt so rewarded leaving the meeting, but I didn't want to go running around to the world. Hey guys, look what I got! You know what I mean? But showing Lisa, I know that she'd care about it, but she really cared about it, and that really helps. You know, it boosted my heart with energy and gave me a sense of gave me a more, more, an even greater sense of purpose to complete that day without drinking again. I'm sure you heard about a conversation that Raquel had with Lala at Sandoval's birthday party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to check because, uh, did James go to his friend's birthday party? Um, yeah, for a second, yeah. So I just heard that everyone was getting up. Where did you hear that from? Logan told me that he, like, saw videos of everybody. Logan, and Logan now checking in on James. I think he's checking him. in on James. I just don't understand your friendship with Logan. I knew that something like this was going to happen. Um, you know, no, honestly, it kind of pissed me off. First of all, people shouldn't be talking about all this. One part of me wants to say these people need to mind their f***ing business. When I'm at my friend's house in the hills, like, don't worry, if I say I'm not drinking, I'm not drinking because I'm trying this time. But how would they know that? Because I've failed so many f***ing times trying to do this. Next thing you know is that Lala's got some toxic people around her that do not like me. I'm not going to name who they are, but let's just be real. We know who they are. And when they get something off Instagram, like seeing me at a party on a story, it fumes them up because they've got also friends there. They weren't invited, right? So they're now fumed up. They feel the need to go and text Lala, someone that is close to me right now, and text me on the phone like, oh, hey, yeah, James is at this house party drinking, da 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 So then Lala's going to take this as ammunition to tell Raquel. Do you know what I mean? This was just a hummingbird through bullshit kind of thing. It just felt so out of place for her to come with, to me, with this information and not just say like, I want to check in on you. How are you really feeling about this? Instead, like assuming that James went behind my back and was drinking at this house party, which yeah. I know he wasn't. I was expressing my concern, just asking Raquel, like, how is he doing? And all she wanted to focus on was how I heard that. 
She was fixated on that. And I was so fucking offended. I was like, you're focused on how I heard rather than your man is at a party with drugs and alcohol and he's trying to be sober. And not only is he trying to be sober, when he's not, he's verbally attacking you, calling you a fucking whore, a bitch, a cunt, all the things that he's called me. And I know it doesn't feel good and I know you're not as tough as I am. So it's got to affect you. And she wouldn't get over the fact that it was Logan and Logan's against James. And I'm like, you're making this up in your head. It's like that back and forth thing. Like we're good on, on one day and then the next day she comes into but the also, room and she's she not like okay with me. 30 years old and engaged. Like why does she so care? It felt like bullying in a sense where she had to like corner Raquel in these like uncomfortable moments where it was like, why do you even like, what's the point of even saying this to her right now? You know, like we're all enjoying ourselves. We're at an event. Like there's no reason to like, like, like you said, patronize her and like, like attack her with questions. Like if you have questions about James, like go to James. Like don't be mean to Raquel about it. She just wasn't getting it. And that's when I get pissed off because it's people like me who identify as an alcoholic. They go in, they put in the work, and I'll be damned if you pretend like you're up in here getting sober for, for the look of it and you're up on fucking Mulholland fucking taking shots. Don't do that to me. If you were at the party, you would have seen clearly I wasn't drinking all the white claws that were filling up the fridge. So, you know, I thought it was bullshit, and I thought, you know, I can end this right now just by saying I didn't, because that's what the truth was. And fuck that person that told Lala. You know, fuck that person. So let's talk about the Witches of WeHo discussion at Sandoval's birthday party. We had two events that we were about to plan for Witches of WeHo wine that were really important to me. Are we able to do this together? Do you want to be a part of it? What are we going to do? Because I'm not going to get to the day before and we cancel something so major. We have wine to sell. We have a shit ton of money to make. Mm -hmm. I like making money. I just bought a house. I'm not sitting here acting like I'm a rich bitch. Like I, my business ventures are very important to me. And it didn't go well. <laughs> I just want to know that you still give a about the business because we are in it together. I am still in it as long as our contracts are still doing it. But I am ready to get out when our contract is done. I had said for a, a bit of time that I was, I just wasn't pat. I wasn't. Well, I, I think passionate. About I it. think for a lot of reasons, like obviously, like you have a lot going on in your life, regardless of like the friends. Issue. I mean, but the friendship had a huge, but that's also a huge. I know it's a huge thing. Part but of it. It's yeah. like I'm not gonna sit here and do something with someone that I can't even have a fucking conversation with. I'm not gonna sit there and let her email on my behalf on something. I'm not gonna let her make creative decisions or no. Like I don't want to do this. It does not feel right. It doesn't sit well with me. It. Tastes great. The wine is fucking fantastic. The bottle's great. The label's great. It's cool, but I just, just it doesn't it does not sit right with me, and I just wanted to be out of it. What the fuck are you doing? Like you literally do nothing. You were asked to push something on social media, and because you have a fucking podcast and a book, like you think you're the queen of England. Like fuck you. I feel like a dick, but they, there were just moments where. I remember like e like emails were sent and I'm like, they made a decision without me. And I'm like, if this is how this is going to be done, where I'm not even going to be given a heads up, then it's like, no, I'm triggered. F that I could, I'd rather go and do something that I'm ha that I, I at least have control over. I guess the moral of the story, I have control issues. That's 
probably what this is. <sighs> this is where I have a problem. Like, you started from the bottom, now you're here. You're not here. <laughs> oh, like, you're not <sighs> here. No one, in my opinion, like, we all started from the bottom. We're all fortunate to have a platform to, to have these companies and to work really hard. Yeah. But remember, you were once down here and you can come back down here really fast. In a couple of years, no one might. Error. <laughs> no, no one could give a about our podcast. Yeah. Who wants to hear in 10 years a 40 year old talking about a pulp culture podcast? Like, <laughs> slow your roll. Like, I don't kiss the ring, and Saucy Schroeder, you're much younger than me, and like, bitch, you were nothing a few years ago. But it just did not help that it was also with someone that I was not getting along with, who was a best friend that was turning into an ex friend. So, like, those two things together just wasn't working. <laughs> well, Katie, at the pool party, you shared some thoughts about Kristen's t-shirt project, James May. What were well, you going at with that comment? Well, uh, shitty bitch. I could go on Pinterest and like take my friend's quotes and slap them on a t-shirt and make some money too. Like, come on. It's not, that's not being busy either. Yikes. It's, it's bald. It's technically accurate. They're t-shirts with quotes, quotes on them. So it's it's accurate. But there is a lot more work that goes into But Katie the only t-shirt gets that way when she feels like she's been done dirty. Yeah, I'm I was saying, understanding. Okay, is where James May a Pinterest t-shirt line? Absolutely not. Because I've seen Kristen work on it. There's a hell of a she does a lot more mm -hmm. work than that. But if you're gonna sit there and say like, I have nothing going on in my life. I think she feels like with you specifically that you're unhappy about something in your life and you're like projecting that on her. Like with like really busy, but Katie's not. And like she has to do all the social media and stuff for the wine and like Katie doesn't and she just like has James May and her house renovations and all of this stuff. You cannot okay. throw stones if you don't want to get f***ing gatted down after, you know? That's what she does. towards me. This one I will <laughs> hex you. I will hex you. I thought it was really shitty because Katie was one of the most supportive people. And for Katie to just like take that stab for no fucking reason other than to trash me, I didn't really get it. When someone says something bitchy thing to me, I say something bitchy back and it's not yes. nice, it's not anything like that, but like, listen. Here's the thing, we're not Jesus. We're not sitting here turning the other cheek. What's interesting about that? <laughs> Do you think you cut too deep with that comment, or? That is not as bad as it can get. If that was a worst thing someone said to me. It was like a dumb, hurtful, meaningless thing to And say. then she got really hurt because you said that, like, what's Katie doing? Well, so then it became like response. a, yeah, that was your response, of course. Yeah. But then she got upset about that, and then it became like a whole nother thing my, that they were fighting about. At least. I'm responding to something, but when someone just says something, I want to know what prompted that. I was mad at you. I'm just like, oh, really, bitch? Well, then, fuck you, too. That, that's me saying that. But I didn't just start that. So I know what I'm doing is, like, not okay. So, But, but you started it. <laughs> I think that was just coming out of... The anger, like it's just something that they could say to dig at each other, and that's why it went there. Because obviously, she has no reason to be angry with me. I know, but you know, she she obviously likes your 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 shirt line. That was never anything before. Yeah, I want to be like, so give me all those samples back so I can give them to someone else. That's 
cost me money. I was trying to like find out like what. Brittany's okay, like silver lining. She did lining. She only did it because she knows that would get to you, and then you went back. You're the sweetest. Sorry, I just try to. No, you're the silver lining. We're still going through it now, so I'm trying my hardest to get everybody back together. Brittany's like, I want to get the band back together. Schwartz, you and Katie had a roommate for a little while this season. Let's talk about Doc. Yeah, he, he became family, you know? i like so happy to have him in the house. And um, He's you know, been wanting a lizard for like years and years. I put it off for so long. And years and years. Yeah, I just was obsessed with them. And I just, uh, you know, I was like, once I get a house, I'm gonna get a lizard. <laughs> I had never had any kind of reptile pet. And I wasn't, I was, they always kind of gave me like a little bit of a heebie-jeebie vibe. But I was like finally like warming up to dog. I hadn't held him yet even. I'd only pet him. Oh, you're gonna cry? And no, but I just like, it was so, like Lala was there the morning. Cry. It was traumatizing. Yeah, Tom was like desperate to make him come back to life. It was, it was like the saddest thing. No, it was very, and like, was, he was crying. Tom did cry, it was really sad. He was crying and then finally he buried him in the backyard and then we had to leave. Honestly, I would take responsibility if I was neglectful in any way, but mm -hmm. I did everything by the book. I gave him lots of love, gave him everything out food-wise, temperature-wise, was all you know on point, but he just- Dude, he did, dude, I know you did. Yeah, it's a bummer, I mean, I miss him. But he only had it for like excited. two weeks, so I think that's why a pool party was like acceptable. Oh, those are Euromastics. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I've never seen that. I feel like a proud papa. The next 20 years, we're going to be together, buddy. And I loved him a lot. And uh, yeah, man, he just was gone too soon. And I'm bummed out about it. That's all I want to say. Anyways, I love you guys. Dog. Sorry, dog. Later, dog. Because it wasn't like if one of our dogs or something that we've had for years, like yeah. that would not be, I would never want to go to a pool party. You know what I mean? Like that would be the difference. At the same time, he it's just wanted to have It's also the way Schwartz like shows Exactly, grief. exactly. Is more in like happiness. But if it was like Gordo or something, he would never throw oh, a pool Jesus party. Christ, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like there's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what I was going <clears throat> to the Mondrian for. Like Ariana invited me, I went, and I had no idea that I was walking into a lizard memorial. It's like what the See, hell and I is going also on right didn't now? realize that it was gonna actually be like a full-blown like there's a sign. I thought it was just like Schwartz is feeling down about how his lizard died. That sucks. I love lizards. That how I know. for him. He, he just, like, lived a very his... short life too. Like he wasn't. You know, Did you say a short life? A short. Oh, a short. I thought you said a short life. I was like, oh, that's like the new reality spinoff title for them. A short life. Shorts can steal that. It's a short life. God. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I didn't realize when we walked up that there was actually like a memorial sign, which was also funny because there were other people there. Like there were hotel stayers <laughs> and like people who were just at the pool to hang out. And when they come up to the pool, there's like a portrait of dog. And like, it's that 2019 and 2019. Baby, if I spent that much money to stay at the Mondrian Hotel and I look over and there's like a f***ing memorial going on next to me at the pool, I'd be like, I want my money back. I'm gonna go stay somewhere else. These freaks from LA are literally having oh a memorial God. for a reptile. Who's okay, closer? wait, before we proceed, <laughs> might I add, Stassi f***ing hated on my puppy shower, but she will f***ing host 
a lizard funeral for Tom Schwartz. No problem. Well, we all know they're hypocrites. We're so. going to have a funeral. We're going to have a ceremony. He's going to rest in peace. But God forbid Raquel throw a puppy shower for her new puppy that's welcoming into our lives. <laughs> yeah. Princess like, party. Okay. Lizard funeral is okay. I see Not a puppy right shower, Raquel. That's where we cross the line. Puppies? She, honestly, she well, was anything? just jealous that she didn't think of that first. I love that Raquel is still salty about Stassi's reaction to her puppy, Potty. But I think Raquel forgets that Stassi is best friends with Schwartz and Katie. For God's sake, Stassi has her own room in their house. And she was the third wheel on their honeymoon. Right. So catch the Vanderpump Rules after show every Tuesday night on bravotv.com or Bravo's YouTube channel. And we'll be back with our regularly scheduled episode this Thursday. You know we're gonna be talking about all things Vanderpump. Talk to you soon. And remember, watching Bravo isn't a guilty pleasure. It's self-care. Guys, let's keep the conversation going. We wanna talk to you all week long, not just Thursdays. You can find us on Instagram at Bravo Daily Dish. And on Twitter at Bravo TV. Just don't forget to use the hashtag Bravo Daily Dish. Or reach out to us personally. I'm everywhere at Meg Segura. And I'm everywhere at Eric J. Mack. That's E-R-I-K. And if you're on Facebook, join the Daily Dish Facebook group. You can post about what you're watching, your favorite shows, who's your favorite housewife, ask a question, start some drama. There's a lot of good stuff in there, so check it out. You can also learn more about the podcast at bravotv.com. Bye, guys. Bye. Looking fine, and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy, miss me, can't